Welcome to Same Cast Different Day Podcast. I'm Martin Rowland. Thank you for listening to another episode of Same Cast Different Day Podcast. And just a reminder, do not forget to subscribe to the podcast via Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Deezer. Um, if you use Apple Podcasts, please don't forget to leave us that five-star review to help with everything. And for this episode, we are still celebrating Pride Month. So I have a very, very special guest. Um, he's a activist within the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, he is a veteran of the United States Army, too, also. So without further ado, here's my inter- interview with Keith Howard Stryker. Alrighty, hello everybody and welcome Keith to the podcast. Keith, thank you so much for being a part of my podcast this week. Thank you for having me. And um, so for this week, well, for the for the month of Pride, I've been trying to shed a light on like positive people and people within the LGBTQ community who are very positive and out here doing things. So it's one of the main reasons why I want to have you on this week. <laughs> and I, I appreciate uh the outreach and again the the spotlight or shedding light on what <laughs> positive folks are doing in our community especially folks of color can what? you still hear me yeah i, I can hear you <laughs> okay wonderful sorry about that it's okay so yeah yeah that's one of the main things i had wanted to uh do um it was it's a lot of that's been going on lately so I, like i had this whole other idea planned but i had scratched the whole idea probably about an hour ago so <laughs> so right now this is like uh uh kind of off the top of the head <laughs> and then and, and then on top of that you are like one normally i do like a lot of research before i do um interviews or have people on and stuff you are one of the hardest people to find stuff on <laughs> really <laughs> yes I had tried. I think look, I tried to look for you on LinkedIn. Uh, I think I couldn't even find you on Twitter. <laughs> okay, so let me <laughs> so let me stop you right there. So <laughs> I am. So I I know. So Chrissy Chris Walton, who's a mutual friend, Chris has been telling me to get on Twitter for such a long time, um, and I just I haven't. I just I just haven't done it. Um, <laughs> so you won't be able to find me on Twitter. I have. Twitter account, Sparta, uh, and I, I, I would tweet from those platforms. Mm-hmm. I, I myself don't have a personal Twitter account, so sorry. Um, as far as I go with LinkedIn, uh, for sure. So I have two last names. So um, if you look for Keith Howard, you might not find a lot. But if you look for Keith Stryker, when you look for Keith Howard Stryker, stuff should usually pop up. Um, I definitely have a LinkedIn account, obviously Facebook, mm-hmm. and uh, an IG account. But that's it. I don't have, like, Snap. I don't have um, Twitter. I don't have those uh, platforms. So, sorry. That's, the, yeah, like, that's how I be nosy and get to... <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like, okay, this, this is going to be really hard to be nosy and be in somebody's business. <laughs> sure for sure i mean so if you i think so for for facebook i try and have um and most people don't use facebook like this and i'm trying to like mm-hmm. hold back but um every, most of my like personal stuff is uh is on facebook P- personal and and business i guess is on facebook 
So that's on my profile. Um, any job I've had, even, mm-hmm. you know, the schools or whatever. And then again, LinkedIn, again, LinkedIn is just Keith Stryker. So people okay. get Stryker mixed up. Now Stryker is a German spelling. So it's S T R E I C H E R. And if you just Google Keith Stryker, I'm sure the LinkedIn LinkedIn profile should be oh, up for sure. So I don't really just don't type people name into Google. I mean, you could, but uh, that I just feel like that's a lazy way, so I'll never go about that route. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I respect that. I respect that. So I'm like one of those people. I go to like literally, I go to like each individual page, and I'm going through, and I'm just like I'm I'm, I'm scouring stuff. <laughs> Because I'll be telling people, sometimes you're not safe when you come on here. <laughs> That's true. Like, that is so true. That is so true. And I try, you know what, with, with the many different things that I do, you know, it's, I try and make sure that I'm, I try and separate my platforms, right? So, mm-hmm. on Instagram, you know, you definitely see, you know, pictures and, and statements and whatnot from right. me. Um, and on, on LinkedIn, obviously, that's all business. So, I'm like, right. whatever, that's... <laughs> but you, you get, you basically, you a little bit of both worlds. So, I'm very... So, again, as a, as a, as a black, gay, uh, uh, disabled, uh, millennial, U.S. Army, Iraq War veteran, I am uh, very vocal about all all identities that that basically show up within myself right so mm-hmm. on facebook i would speak out on on such things uh obviously there's like you said there's been a lot going on in the world there's been a lot going on with this uh current administration um that they've been doing to basically stifle or roll back progress and so i've been very vocal about that i also am vocal about you know just things that i'm doing you know at work or, or within my day-to-day job or many jobs and so, um, so yeah, with Facebook, you get a little bit of, of, of the best of both worlds. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, my Facebook is a hot mess. <laughs> I'm one of those people. Because I'm one of those people who really don't have a... I've been trying to have a filter, but I'm one of those people who really don't have a filter. So you never know what to come out of my mouth or on Facebook. <laughs> See, but I can respect that, Martel, because I'll always know where you stand. So True. if you, you know, I, I respect no filters, you know, I think this is the damn age of just being blunt, you know, saying what you mean, mean what you say, and, you know, yeah, political correctness is, is a good thing, but, and sometimes, it, there's no need for it, just, you know, be real, be open about it, so, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, what I want to get into first, so what are you working on currently right now? Oh my god, uh, so... It's probably a better question. <laughs> so, so, so I know you haven't done your research yet, or you're look, you're googling, or looking at looking into me. Um, so basically, God, I am. Uh, so I'm currently, and I, I was, I don't want to get this wrong. I actually wrote this down because I didn't want to miss anything. But <laughs> one second. So currently, so I am a trio and pre-college department director at UWM. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am also so that in and of itself is a lot of work and I'll go into that uh, being a department director for trio and pre-college programs uh, so specifically more specifically uh, veterans upward bound uh, I'm a veteran myself as I mentioned before mm-hmm. I'm also on the board of the board of trustees for Milwaukee Finance Scholars the board of directors for Outpost Natural Foods and then also the board of advisors for the YMCA Metropolitan Milwaukee um, as well as I sit on the committee for the, uh, the Milwaukee County War, 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 War Museum, a War Memorial, 
uh, as well as an advisor to many other uh, people, including this uh, uh, helping hand and advisor to the president um, and CEO for uh, CBI, that's the Center for Veterans Issues, as well as uh, basically just uh, a helping hand to many people who come to me, be it friends that are inside the government or friends who are entrepreneurs. So I kind of lend my hand to um, and, and intellectual property to a lot, a lot of different folks, as well as working on starting a um, nonprofit with a friend of mine who is a principal out of Beloit. So we're currently, um, and that focus will be on education and centered around um, black male education. And so that's currently what I'm doing. Um, and I say currently because every day is all of those things that I mentioned. <laughs> so I'm wow. probably at around, um, so I get up early. So again, I'm a veteran. So I used to get up early. I get up at around 5 a.m. And then I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. Sometimes I finish a good deal or a lot before or by 9 a.m. So I might have like the day to play around a little bit. Or mm-hmm. I got to be more flexible within my schedule. But literally every day I'm working on those things, whether it's things that Outpost needs, whether it's things that the YMCA needs, whether it's things that um, the, um, the foundation needs, or whether it's things that I'm doing for the nonprofit, or whether it's things that I'm doing for uh, as a department director, um, things I'm doing you know, with, with, with Chris and other folks who are in politics. I'm always, there's a, it's, it's never really downtime, and so I, I try and cut my day off at around 10 p.m. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm currently doing. Hope that answers your question. Yeah, I don't even know how you find time to sleep at <laughs> at this point. I know. It's, Jeez, it's a I, I would not be able to do it. Um, <laughs> no, because I had because because I didn't know that you were still working here in Milwaukee because I was being nosy. It had said that you was living in D.C. I'm like, oh, that has to be interesting. Yeah, I know, right? So that, that's the Facebook. Was that Facebook? That yeah. Like that? Okay, yeah, I'm gonna say it shouldn't be LinkedIn. I know LinkedIn had me on as, as DCC. I think I changed it though. I want to say beginning of this, this year. So, yes, Facebook still has me living in DC. Um, I'm not in DC. I'm no longer in DC. I moved back here, what was it, like a year and a half ago? You missed our winters. I listen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually, so I, I, winter is actually one of my favorite uh, seasons. Me too. I prefer, right? I prefer winter and the fall uh, to, so it, for me, it'll be winter, spring, fall, summer. Or or I might like play with the, the top three. Either way, summer mm-hmm. is not going to be in the top two or three. It's usually, it usually just never is. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I enjoy summer. It's beautiful. But it's just never really in my top three or two. So that's how it is yeah. for me because I don't like having to deal with people all the time. And I feel like I got to deal with a lot more people during the summer <laughs> yeah. compared to winter. <laughs> right. And I don't mind it. I mean, obviously, I deal with people all the time. I don't mind it. It's just, and I, I love going out, love being outdoors. Um, but summer just, I don't, it's just the hotness. It, it's, just mm-hmm. me. It's, it's, a, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, and interestingly enough, you know, DC, winter in D.C., it's not that bad um, compared to here. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess I guess you can't say I, I missed the winter, so I decided to come back. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I'm such a lush run. I'm such an alky. I'm already drinking. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> well, see, what had happened was... <laughs> see, uh-uh. <laughs> no, so... Let me hear, let me hear. No, so, because uh, I, I have no concept of time whatsoever. So, um, 
I had thought that this new TV show called Love Victor came out on the 19th, and it actually came out yesterday, and so I binge-watched the whole season already, so I had just went to bed at like 3 o'clock and was back up at like 6.30 trying to get all this set up, because none of the equipment was hooked up (laughs) until I got up this morning. Oh my god. See, now, I don't know about to do that. <laughs> I at least need my seven or eight hours. I mean, I think I'll be able to function once on, like, six hours, but I, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Yeah, and I'm probably going to be up most of the day, too. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh so, um... <laughs> More power to you. Go ahead. You got it. I, I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... So, locally, because I wanted to get into um, this current, should I say administration? I don't know what to call it. Um, so, in the last few weeks, I have become a part of this group called, uh, from the, this week's episode, the LGBTQ plus Wisconsin episode. Okay. So, I got, I got to get to know a lot of people within that group, and now be starting to be like, form like bonds and friendship with some of their people. And then some of the people are currently transitioning. And then in the midst of all this happening, here comes Trump with his, um, basically stripping them of their rights to health care. And it has been bothering me so much. I was was like, I got to get somebody else's opinion on this. Yeah. You know, so, okay. So, again, I, I, and I know you're probably looking on Facebook and all this stuff. So, for me... I've worked at both ends of Pennsylvania Avenue. I've worked at the White House. I've worked on Capitol Hill. Um, I have, and I'm, I'm saying all this to, I guess, kind of position myself um, on, on my, ne- my, my next statement. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, been, I've been overseas. I've been international. I have, you know, lived on the East Coast. I've lived in the South. I've, I've been to the West Coast for quite some time. I've obviously lived in the Midwest. Um, you know, um, and I can say that out of most places that I've been, I've met so many great, like so many awesome people, just just people in general. Um, uh, I would consider, so I recently met Elle, Elle Halo. Uh, we were, we did a panel, I'm not sure if you know Elle. We did a, we did a panel um, at a church, I want to say it was, la- it was late last year. Mm-hmm. Was it early this year? It was late last, I want to say late last year. Um, and so, I mean, again, as, as, a, as a gay man, I, I'm just, I'm open to, to, is that, is that my phone or yours? It's mine. I forgot to turn the vibrate okay. off, and then my brother's <laughs> texting me. <laughs> oh, okay, no, no, wait, is that my phone? Uh, I thought it was mine on, on mute, too. That's why I said that. But, but no, so, I mean, I, rolling back any, rolling back the rights of any individual, any person, um, especially when it comes to health care. I mean, I think you really have to, and if I can just be really blunt with you, Martel, mm-hmm. I think you have to be a really nasty SOB. I mean, because healthcare is a, that, that's a right. I mean, that's something that right. we all deserve to have. Um, and so, I mean, but not just within uh, the transgender community, there's there's issues of disparity within, you know, healthcare and the black community um, mm-hmm. and, and, and things not happening. But at the same time, we don't have a president, you know, basically rolling back again our healthcare rights because of you know who we are. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so 
when I again worked with uh, in the President Obama's White House, again very progressive. Um, again, worked with people on Capitol Hill, very progressive, very uh, uh, left-leaning folks who understood the value of life. I would say, <laughs> they understood the value of life. They understood healthcare. They understood mm-hmm. poverty. They understood um, the wage gap and, and social economic status, and, and how that that plays into um, you know you know the haves and have-nots, and and those who have it and those who don't have it, and and, and when you have people who are facing, who are marginalized, who are facing, you know, struggles and, and everyday uphill battles, um, and then you continue to cut them off and hack away at, at just their basic rights, their their basic, you know, what what what, what we all deserve, you know. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's it, that takes a, a cold-hearted person, and so um, I was not surprised by Donald Trump. Very angry. Uh, and, and I, 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 you know, I literally, I was in D.C. Um, the night he was elected, and um, I literally cried. I cried that night. I'm, I'm not even bullshitting you. I cried because I knew this would be like the, 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 empi- the Empire Strikes Back. So I'm not sure if you're a fan, like a Star Wars fan. Um, I'm a semi kind of Star Wars fan, but I, but you know, in the Empire Strikes Back, that's usually like when shit goes downhill like everything mm-hmm. just it, it turns bad and so you have i knew you were going to have this influx of you know folks who would you know consume uh the white house and dc area who just didn't um you know agree with a lot of things that was happening before you know obviously the obama era uh um um moved to just make things better for a lot of people especially lgbt people um so yeah, I, I, I wasn't I wasn't shocked or surprised by Trump's movements, but I was I was it mean it has angered me. I've been angry and, and sad <laughs> literally since mm-hmm. the day he was elected. So so yeah. It, for for me, it was just like we know that you he's trying to do his best right now to get reelected. So to pull something like this during a reelection to me is just like it's almost it's almost like suicide, and it's like it's crazy. Because I'm sitting up here thinking, like, it's, it's it's terrible what he did, but at the same time, this is something that can possibly, like, cost him the election, which kind of makes me happy. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I will say this. So, so two things. So, one, yes, I believe that his current movements, excuse me, his current movements this year, and with the way he's been handling the pandemic, amongst mm-hmm. other things, um, it's really... It's it. I believe and I hope and I pray it will cost him the election. Mm-hmm. The other thing I would say is I don't want to be. I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be shocked if we had a repeat of 2016 and 2020. Um, that base of his, that base that loves, you know, that him, you mm-hmm. know, that, that red meat base that loves him being, you know, nasty to people of color. Um, uh, 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 um, LGBTQ plus people that that uh, people who just don't look like them or have the same kind of mindset or just ideas that have that base, like he said in one of his uh, uh, little campaign speeches, he could literally you know stand in the middle of you know Manhattan or Times Square and shoot someone, and he still they still would follow him. So he has a strong base that he's been he's been kind of um, feeding into. Honestly, um, he's doing what 
he think is best for that base. Uh, and that base loves to see things like that. So, you know, they might turn out again. They might turn mm-hmm. out again. Uh, I'm hoping that, again, there will be an overwhelming majority of people who, you know, who will side with uh, the right. Uh, and when I say the right, I don't mean Republicans or conservative, but I'm saying the right things to do, um, which is to get this man out of office. Mm-hmm. But... You know, at this point, at this at this stage of the game, I'm. Let's just wait and see. Let's right. wait and see. So, for those of you, because so, you'll be surprised. <laughs> so, those of you who are listening, um, so I just had a seer moment and just figured out how to fix the audio so you can hear him a lot more louder. So, oh. bear with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I am not a technology guru, guru here. <laughs> Same. So, um. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, with everything that has gone on during his presidential, uh, his presidency, I should say, right now, I was mm-hmm. like, because every time, oh my God, somebody's cutting your ass or what are you whacking? Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I was like, this is just a, just a shenanigans that goes on. Like, if he's telling people, like, you're going to be hearing all kind of stuff, like, so this is un- uncut, <laughs> this is uncut and unedited. Only thing that get edited in it is the interest music. <laughs> so, <Okay>. so <laughs> okay. y'all, y'all going to get it the same way how it was recorded. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, I was like, I was like, with, because it was like literally for months, I could say, even, I, for, yeah, basically for the whole presidency, it was like, when you hear something about Trump on TV, it was like, oh my God, what did he say now? And yeah. it's at the point now where I'm like, okay, do, do, with all the shenanigans that he has pulled, has this caused some of the people who voted for him originally to change their minds? Because a lot of his mm. stuff is starting, a lot of the things that he has done is starting to affect some of the people that actually voted him into office. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, um, so, I would say again that that base is is weird. Um, it's it's interesting. So, do you remember when um, he basically encouraged the uh, militia that stormed the Michigan? Uh, oh yeah, uh, state capital. Right. You know that. To me, the, all the all that crowd that you saw there. I mean that 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 crowd that you saw in Michigan mm-hmm. um, at state capital. That, that's a that's a, just a microcosm of the crowds of people that uh, support him, and and the, I would say the droves and waves of people that support him. Um, America is it's 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 huge. Uh, it's a huge country. Um, it's many of us that live here over three hundred you know million. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so again, I'm I don't I believe in the better angels. I believe that of course. Uh, mankind and the folks who have been seeing how he's been, I mean, just this year alone, not, not every, like you said, every time he opens his mouth, literally, literally, this guy, and I, I, I don't understand it, I also did some research myself a while back, and I started to understand more, um, you would think this person who, you know, has this Ivy League degree, you know, he's been here, he's done this, he's done that, since, you know, he's been in the trenches with, you know, in business, in the business world, at least, mm-hmm. his dad for such a long time, um, but, all of those things that that you think would make up a great person, a person that's well rounded, a person that you know he's 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 interviewed with celebrities and you know black folks, gay folks, he he's been around those folks in in, in mm-hmm. entertainment industry. You would think that all of those things would make him a you know well rounded, you know more uh, insightful, more you know a more intelligent speaking <laughs> person. Right. Um, 
Check, yeah, but but again, it's it's literally the exact. But you find out that you know again you be like a Trump or or like even you know his 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 uh, family members that are inside the White House with him. You know the Kushners. You know there are there are a lot of folks. I mean there was just a scandal that happened just uh, that came out what was it last year I think with the whole college college uh, college. Uh, oh yeah. Acceptance. Yeah. That has been happening for such a long time, and I would say, I would venture to say. Mm-hmm. Um, that Trump is one of those people. Uh, his family is one of those folks that just got in because they they paid their way through. Mm-hmm. Um, you know when he opens his mouth, I am just I cringe like literally. I mean, I, I just oh my god, is is <laughs> <laughs> he sounds so uninformed? So I mean, it's it's it's, it's painful um, to just watch and listen to. It's not and it's not even entertaining. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it never it never was to me. I know some people was like, oh, he's entertaining. He's an entertainer. Well, then he should do that somewhere else, you know, or go right. create a platform, you know, go, you know, on, on Breitbart or whatever. I mean, again, this is America, so we're all entitled to, you know, our opinions or whatever we have to say, even if it's things that, you know, someone else doesn't agree with. But you shouldn't be doing that from the, 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 the pulpit of the presidency. I mean, that's just insane to me. Right. Um, again, he, I, I think for Trump, see, when you, say, when you say you don't have a filter, I'm like, okay, I'm sure... You know what you say or have to say. I'm sure it's still intellectually um, profound, or something that you know that that uh, someone can get behind, or 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 just something that's said with some clarity. For Trump, he speaks like this a lot. He has no filter, but his filter, I feel like it, it's it's damaging. It, it's hurtful. Um, it's 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 hateful. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I'm just. I'm obviously not a fan of the guy. I'm not a fan of his presidency. I'm not a fan of his administration. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of, a fan of his policies. Um, overall, I'm just not a fan. Not happy right. with them. Not a fan. So, yeah. Because, yeah, like, I, I keep saying this. I don't know how many times I have said this on this podcast, but I was like, I would be okay with a Republican president anytime. It's just that mm-hmm. I just can't, I can't be okay with him <laughs> as the president. Right. Like right, I said, exactly. I, I can even accept another. I would have took another uh, Bush presidency over <laughs> <laughs> over what's going on with him right now. So it's, it's like so, this has been a mess. Yeah, it, it has been. It has been. Um, it has been. Now, 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 I will. I will say. I guess kind of play devil's advocate. Bush, Bush has done some pretty messed up things as well mm-hmm. um how however um because i have friends who push back on me for, for saying such things as well because i mean like i said i would hell if it was a right if it was a bush or you know a, a clinton it, was, it doesn't it doesn't to me and i've always voted this way for the most part mm-hmm. to me i'm looking at okay party affiliation really doesn't matter to me i believe if you go by if you if you go by just party affiliation you get folks like trump in the mm-hmm. White House, you get folks like uh, Trump elected at, at the in, in the state legislature. You get folks like Trump uh, running local government uh, at the city exactly. level. You get folks like Trump who have a lot of a sway um, because you're voting party line. I never want to just vote with the party line. Um, mm-hmm. I can agree. I mean, here clear examples. You know, we have, uh, and I just actually posted them on Facebook about this this week. We have folks on the right or conservative folks who have come out. In support of you know taking down the um, the Confederate statues, which mm-hmm. most of them do not like. Uh, we have folks on the right that's come out and said, "Hey, 
let's um, let's rename the military bases um, and and strip away strip away the Confederate generals' names that fought you know so bravely and so you know we so we 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 romanticize you know the whole South thing with whatever. I'm not gonna go right. into that. Um, I understand what you you're have saying. For, you, yeah, you have you have you have Gorsuch, who is definitely very conservative, a Republican. Gorsuch, who you know um, wrote his brief in support of you know ending um, uh, bias in the workplace and then being able to be mm-hmm. fired uh, if, if uh, rightfully being fired if you're LGBT. So you have some folks on the right. Um, you have some 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 folks who who kind of get it. You have some folks like a Bush who who might consider themselves. Uh, compassionate conservatives, right? It's one thing that Bush always used to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and he indeed, he, I believe he was a passionate conservative. We got into certain other issues with with, with, with war and things like that because you had people who weren't compassionate conservatives who were also in his cabinet or who was also around him who pushed him to do certain other things. Um, so I do believe that you can have people on the right and left, Democrats and Republicans, that um, will do a better, obviously do a better job than Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will push for things that will, will be more progressive, that will seem uh, like more like right than, than, than not. So, like you said, I, 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 too, I too would vote you know, like that. I would vote based off of, you know, their policy, you know, what, they're, what they're saying, what they stand for, not just because they are Democrat or Republican. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I would... Yeah, I would kind of echo the same thing. You know, I, I wish we had a, a different Republican in office, not this guy. You know, if it had to be a Republican, just anybody but him. At exactly. This point. <laughs> Somebody so. who listens to his advisors and knows what's going on in the world and has a clue about, well, has even a concept of what an actual president is supposed to do instead of selling us out. <laughs> right, exactly. So, exactly. I agree with you 100%. So, mm-hmm. I want to ask you, uh, just to shift a little bit into um, more Pride stuff, what have you been doing this month to celebrate Pride since we can't do, like, Pride Fest or, you know, all the other things? So, um, I have been, <laughs> this is going to sound funny. So, I have um, these beautiful rainbow uh, Crocs that I wear, love to wear, to showcase my Pride. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally wear them every day. So right now we're somewhat. I guess people are still kind of somewhat in quarantine or kind of sort of on shutdown, in shutdown mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I work remotely, and every chance this is just one of the things. But every chance I get to go outside, I have on my crop, my rainbow Crocs. I have my rainbow colored bracelet. I have my rainbow hat. I have a rainbow shirt. Uh, I just try and be, you know, just just loud and proud uh, everywhere I go and for the mm-hmm. most part uh, I receive a lot of attention <laughs> from wearing certain things and from people who have uh, complimented, complimented you know my swag or whatnot mm-hmm. uh, and tried to get get those crocs but aside from that really just celebrating with um, more and more of my LGBT friends um, I had a, a, what is it I've had two kind of you know pride get togethers Okay. Um, so far, uh, out here in Mequon, so one of one of my places is here in Mequon. So um, I've had an event here. Actually, Chris was was there at that. Um, and really, just I mean, I've attended. Obviously, I think I would, I would say the marches. Of course, uh, I've attended. Of course, I, I, again, when I show up to a place, it's not just you know one identity showing up. It's not just you know me as a black person, but it's me as a black gay, you know, man showing up. Mm-hmm. So I've done some marches. Um, 
I have I just have been trying to connect more with my um LGBT friends, honestly, over over this month because again we can't go out and, you know, march or have have these parades or festivals in the street. Um, there was one event that I actually missed that Chris told me about. Um and I hate I missed it. It was like a it was like a Pride Month event. Uh, which I think he said he spoke at, so I, I missed that one because I was out, out of town. So, but yeah, that's what I've been doing so far to kind of just you know celebrate and, and have fun uh, this month. I've just been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, I mean, that's a good way to celebrate as well. Because like, because I I put like so because most because most of the time I work nearly six days a week, so. Okay. I don't, so, like, this month, I actually been taking time off from work, so I've been mostly doing nothing <laughs> so okay. For, okay. for the whole month, because I'm so used to being up and having to be at work so much, so then when I have finally got my downtime where I'm off from work, I've done nothing but drink. Right. So, so, well, like, right. well, I gotta celebrate, because it's crazy, because I normally always have to work prior to this weekend. So... Okay. This year I was smart and took off a podcast weekend and then it got canceled. I was like, this is something. <laughs> right. So like, you know what? I'm just going to have my own pride and get drunk and call it a, a pride. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my God. You know but, what? So I am such a lightweight when it comes to drinking. Um, I actually shouldn't be drinking at all and, that's, and therefore I don't really drink. So I might have like one drink, maybe two when I'm out. Mm-hmm. But that's all it takes for me. Like when I'm when I'm again when I'm with, with friends and I'm when I'm when I'm out uh in in, uh, in public, um one one or two drinks and, and I'm good. I'm and I when I say I'm good, I'm literally uh buzz, tipsy, if uh-huh. not drunk. Okay. <laughs> um so <laughs> Yeah, that, that one or two drinks really get me. So I can't, I can't go, you know, myself very long. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I still turn up. Obviously, I still have fun. So right. I still, you know, drink socially, and uh, it's always a good time still. So now I have some friends who can drink me under the table. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, kudos to them for being able to do that. But um, I, I just can't. I can't. So I, I would ask you a question, Martel. What is your favorite? drink so i'm mostly a wine drinker but okay when depending on where, where i am so um oh tina gonna be so mad at me so <laughs> when i'm out <laughs> when i'm out with tina and we up to shenanigans i'm just gonna put it like that so i don't get in trouble when we okay. up to, <laughs> when we up to shenanigans <laughs> where we mm-hmm, out mm-hmm. my to-go drink is tequila okay okay i like so I like tequila as well. Um, I like tequila, uh, Jose Cuervo, Patron. I think for me, I like tequila because it's it's kind of like I feel like there's like a salt base mm-hmm. to them, and, and it's so, just so smooth. Yeah, yeah, it is right. So that's why I like tequila. I I, I would pick that over anything else, honestly. Um, I'm kind of getting into the wines a little bit. I've been doing that more and more uh, the past couple of years. That's what I'm drinking now. Um, I had, <laughs> I had, look, I had this port wine. Um, so a couple years ago, and I wanted to kind of have it here to celebrate um, for Pride Month. I wanted to like have, have my friends to taste it, but when I went back, they didn't have it. Anyway, I had this port wine when I was in um, Indianapolis mm-hmm. a couple years ago. 
it was so good. Um, it, and so it's it's a it's a red wine, um, but it was just it was kind of like a it was smooth, kind of like a a hint of salt, kind of buttery, kind of just just a just I, I'm trying to describe it to you. It, it just kind of flowed. It just flowed, mm-hmm. and so. Me and my friend, when I was in Indian, uh, Indianapolis a couple years ago, when we had um, we we was at a, we had bars to celebrate, like we were having a party or whatever, and so I went back to that uh, winery, and so I was like, listen, I need a lot of this, so I want I want to I want to send out to all my family, my friends, I want them to taste, you know, the goodness of this port, mm-hmm. um, and it, and the bottle was the bottle was like this pretty like kind of like royal blue, and the label was like uh, this white and yellow uh, golden like a uh, butterfly on it. So if you see it somewhere, please get it. It's going to be amazing. But I literally bought like 18 bottles of that wine. And I shipped them out to like literally all my family and friends. And so I wow. thought I was going to go back this year because, you know, they canceled everything. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be able to go back this year and for one of my parties that I had um, had hosted. I was going to go back and like have that wine delivered. And I um, asked, asked the uh, seller and they said they discontinued it uh, last year. So, I was very upset. Oh wow! You don't <laughs> have upset. to suck. See, <laughs> see, I go to um, I cannot remember. It's over near sixty. I want to say sixty seventh and State. It's not a Metro okay. Mart, but I can't remember the name of it right now. But uh, and they have a very big wine selection in their store, and mm. so that's why I would go there and get my wine sometimes if I'm like if if I fly being bougie that's where i go for that wine but, <laughs> right right but they have a good selection of wine though you should try it i'm gonna make sure i try to think of the name of the store i just know they they got they got like the green bags the bags are green for the okay. store so but, i haven't been over there so when you think of the the name please send it to me you know yeah, I will. message me so i can go <laughs> because i am I, I love a good wine, but I, it has to be again something that's like top notch. Right. Like it just, it just right. has to be. Otherwise, I'm not gonna drink much of it. So, so yeah, I want to go, want to go see this place. I want to try it out. Speaking of, so this is a little bit off topic, <laughs> but mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had called my alderman yesterday, and my alderman is never in the office, and I never Uh-oh. get a call back, and I'm starting to get irritated. <laughs> oh. Oh I mean, it is God. still early, and I called at like four o'clock yesterday. But I'm like, but it, it's been times where I would call, and like she's never at her office. And then when okay. I do get a response back, it's always the assistant. Like, no, I want to talk to my actual alderman. <laughs> 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 no, so I had got home yesterday, and uh, everybody and I come down in the alley, and I go to park in the garage, and everybody trash cans are empty except ours. Wow. Like, okay. So then I come in the house, and she was like. Yeah, I had called the trash pickup people, and they was like, because of the way how the garbage cans are positioned, they can't pick them up. I'm like, it's been positioned the same way for like the last 4,500 years that these garbage <laughs> cans have sat right here. Wow. All of a sudden, you can't pick up our garbage. I'm like, and we wow. take care of the property. Like, we don't like garbage all over our property. Somebody is walking inside my house. But we don't like garbage <laughs> and stuff all in this park on our on our property and stuff. So it's like... It's like, so I called, and I made this big old fuss. I was like, I want a response back. I, you better call me back, because this is ridiculous. I don't understand why my garbage wasn't picked up. I'm not about to look. It's like, like they are literally overflowing. I have nowhere to put trash right now. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm, like, furious at this point. 
Because now I got to look at all this extra trash around this garbage can. I'm pretty sure that wildlife is going to come and tear the bags open. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm I'm so pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Who is your argument? Uh, Malayla? Malayla A. Cops or something? Oh, Malayla Cops. Okay. Okay. I'm like... Yeah. I like her. I like her. So, I, I will say, um... So, I haven't had, I haven't run into such an issue um, <laughs> here. Um, one, because I was a homeowner in Maryland. I'm not a homeowner here. So, I just rent an apartment here in Mequon. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I know that issues like that, I mean, it's really a, it's a pain in the butt. Like, for real, for real. Like, because the they were positioned a certain way. Excuse me, this is your job. So, <laughs> you need to pick this trash up. Like, what do you mean they're positioned right. a certain way? So, if it, they were taken out to the side or to the curb, which is where they need to be at, there's no reason why you should be saying that it's an so, issue with you picking up this trash. So, it's, it, they, so, like, so, like, if they park, so where they position that, it's like, so it's like one one of the it's like basically on the it's I want to say it's not the side of it's kind of the side of the garage but it's like it's down towards where it basically sits on the alley still like the actual alleyway where you drive up and down the alley but one it's like one instead of them being side by side it was like the other garbage can was behind the other instead of being side by side I say okay. I'm like well that looks kind of tacky where they're side by side first of all so it's the reason why we did it the way that we did it in the first place. But I'm like, but you guys been picking up this same trash that's been positioned the same way for I don't know how long. So all of a sudden this week is an issue, and you're just See, not going to pick it up. Yeah, that's that's a no go. So did you? So you say you called? Did you also email? Because I know that they they respond to those emails quite often. They they, See, they try to at least. See, you know what? Uh, see, now you trying to make me see you trying to make me show my almost age. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any time for all that email, and I just want you to get on the phone so I can shake my fist. Cause I I'm very polite. I was very polite in my uh, message. Oh my god, mother, I'm picking it up. I was very polite in my uh, in my message when I uh, when I left the voicemail. So I was very, I'm very polite, <laughs> even when I'm upset. I'm still very polite to you. And then, but Listen, the, I believe it. But then, when you just like push that button, though, then that's when it is like a, a it's some switch, and it's like, okay, now you're ready to get this, the the black the angry black dude that <laughs> people don't want to see or deal with. That's real. That's real. I, you know what? And I try and be the same way. I try. It doesn't always come through the way that I would try, but um, I would say. Yeah, those those emails you have to hit them up really at, at all fronts. I think any elected official, you have to hit them up at all fronts. As someone who has worked in you know one of those office offices, um, you know they respond. They 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 might be out of the office quite often. Um, one depending on you know what they're doing and, and what they're what what committees they're on, what committees they're chairing, what subcommittees they're on, what boards they sit on for the city. Um, I know Ms. Cogs champions a lot of minority businesses and, and things like that. So I know she's usually running around. I think um, 
again, you have to hit them up at, at, at all sides. So you got to call, you got to email. Uh, if, if you need to, go and show up at, at the uh, at their doorstep, you know, City Hall. I mean, obviously, you know, being socially distant and being safe mm-hmm. or whatever, but you have to hit that, them up at every that, angle because that's they kind, just... That's, see, that's kind of what I want to do because I feel like I'm at the point now where I feel like when with the homeowners, we get completely ignored. Mm, at this okay, point yeah uh, like if yeah. we call and complain about stuff like they voted for this whole property tax thing so they increased property tax twice not only uh did y'all increase oh, wow. the school tax this year but then y'all had another vote to give mps another large lump sum of money that's gonna be coming from property tax people and well with base oh, wow. people who pay their property tax i'm like but then like for us like um I think they just reopened Green Bay Avenue uh, Elementary School, but before that, like the nearest elementary school was like on uh, was the Dr. Martin Luther King. Well, I think it was the middle, middle school. I don't know if it's what it is was now, but mm. that was the nearest elementary school. That was an MPS school, which is like almost six seven blocks away. But we're paying higher wow. school tax, and then wow. the nearest high school is Rufus King. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, this, that's my high school. Okay. So right. So I'm like, why am I, why are we steady paying more and more in school tax and you're closing all the schools in my area? <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. I listen, I definitely <laughs> will suggest I mean, I, I, I love being vocal. I mean and mm-hmm. I think that's a thing that more more and more of us, you know, have to become involved in the process because how else will they know how else will they hear our voice? You know, we, right. we, we have these elected officials and we elect them to speak on our behalf. Mm-hmm. However, if we're not, you know, speaking to them or if they're dodging calls or, or email I'm not saying that Miss Cobbs is doing this, but right, I'm saying right. in general. But if they're not listening to the voice of their constituents of, of the people that uh, elected elected them to serve because they're servant, they're mm-hmm. servant leaders. And you gotta go. <laughs> right. You gotta go. Because I'm so, like, I'm not really trying to bash her. It's just like, like literally, yeah. the whole entire time she has been in office, not one time have I saw her in my neighborhood or knocked on my door, had knocked on my door, or had somebody come knock on my door and say, "Hey, is everything all right?" Nothing. Mm. So you <laughs> need to go ahead and extend the invitation for her to come on to your podcast show. I'm, I'm think I'm gonna have to do that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that idea yes. just popped in my head. I think I'm gonna have to do that. You you should and and for the most part, most of those representatives, you know, be it at the city level or at the state level, they're they're more than willing and to to because they they want to from the ones that I've worked with, they want to do right, you know, by their constituents. Mm-hmm. They want that they want to make sure that the people know. Um, that that they are listening, that they are representing them uh, when they're in those meetings uh, in city at uh, city hall. So I would definitely extend the invitation um, for her to come on to the show, um, and, or, or any other elected official that you want to you know hold their feet to the fire or just hold them accountable. Um, you know, I know for I'm, sure. I'm they, working on they, trying they, to get our mayor. I need to. I gotta get. I gotta be able to talk to this man. <laughs> he been messing up. <laughs> so yeah, I, listen, that's, I mean. I, I, that's a whole nother can of worms. I, I, I can get to that with it. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but he has been. Yeah. Um. So, uh, one of the things I had asked, uh, Chris, uh, what has been his favorite error when it comes to the LBGTQ community? Error, uh, like as in, in like decade. Oh, oh wow. Mm. You know, 
I would say I would say for me because again I think we're I think all of us are around the same age. I would say uh, for me under President Obama that was one of my favorite eras. Um, again, you know, early 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 twenties with Obama, um, and uh, being there again in D.C. You know, we had I worked with folks who were. Um, you know, I, I worked with folks and also stood in line for lawyers, you know, who mm-hmm. were who, who actually went to fight uh, um, at the Supreme Court um, uh, on behalf of, uh, you know, gay marriage. And, and for us to actually, you know, get married and, and to have those those you know benefits and enjoy those comforts that our um, straight or cisgender counterparts, cis counterparts enjoy. So. That was amazing for me. Um, being at the White House and and being with you know at the time a friend of mine, my my, my a, a former boo of mine, and seeing the white and, and seeing the White House lit up in um, uh, the rainbow colored flag colors, and you know kissing outside the White House during mm-hmm. that time, that was beautiful. Um, and and even even more so again being in 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 D.C. Um, at that time, fighting also for what just happened, uh, what was it, uh, on Monday or, or Tuesday uh, of this week, and, and seeing, you know, the, the end of um, just um, legal bias and discrimination toward LGBT mm-hmm. people in the workplace. Um, right. I, was, I was there, you know, in D.C. Uh, during that time, seeing and, and meeting and talking to, you know, the, the highest ranking LGBT uh, man of any of any cabinet in of, of any presidency in history um eric fanning um he was the secretary of the army uh, i think the assistant secretary of the navy as well i think mm-hmm. uh, the navy or air force one of those uh he also was the chief of staff for the, the defense department i mean he was a he has been a trailblazer for lgbt people um to move up the ranks and to just defy the eyes mm-hmm. that was a great decade for me and and again being there in dc experiencing those things working with those people and then making some moves myself as well you know um as a black gay man as a black gay veteran um that was a great decade uh i would say for me like i actually lived that decade you know that was a (laughs) that was a good thing i i can't speak to you about you know stonewall or, or certain other things because i wasn't there but for me that was um, during Obama's time. That was again. It was eight years or so a decade, eight years plus two more. So we're, that was a great decade uh, of progress mm-hmm. for us. You know, again, I was, I was, I was there. I, I enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed the fruits of that labor. Um, and so, wow. person, I think for the most part, any, and, and, and I, I believe, you know, honestly, honestly, Martel, any. Any time now, you know, any current time is a good time for um, LGBT people, LGBTQ people. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's a it's a thing of uh, even the younger generation who's coming up. You know, I know there are some people who have to deal with the struggles and the fight of, you know, having parents who don't agree with, you know, you know, their lifestyle or, or they weren't born like this or, you know, saying certain things like that. But mm-hmm. nowadays, I, I find and, and even even, you know, again, back then when it was like, OK, you're, you may have had a friend who, you know, wasn't accepting of you being LGBT or whatever, and you might lose that friendship. And it was like, that was just stupid. Like, you're not even in my bedroom, bro. Like, I'm not, why would I, you know, right. <laughs> why does that matter to you? 
nowadays, I'm finding more and more, you know, with with younger folks, uh, high school, middle school, um, and even even certain parents that I've talked to, they're way more open minded now nowadays to mm-hmm. you know their, their their sons, excuse me, their sons, daughters, uh, nephews, nieces, whoever, you know, being being openly gay, being out and proud. So I think this right now is a great decade for all of us. Yes, there are certain people who don't have those privileges, and that they have to deal with some of the you know kind of archaic kind of mindsets of how things used to be and some people want to keep it that way and, and want to keep us you know closeted and and and, and suppressed and oppressed and depressed but nowadays a lot the, the the move the pendulum is swinging in a different direction and um i do believe that that's for the better for for all of us be it you know folks um who are you know middle-aged millennials younger millennials the next generation who i think is like why or something like that um so yeah i think this is a good time for for all of us and and like i say even with the supreme court decision that just came about um this week it's it's a great time to be uh lgbt i just want to go on record <laughs> oh what i do no i was only 16 when obama got elected <laughs> okay so then i was 16 I turning be... 17 so, so you said you were a 20, 20, when did you get, so 20, 2000, and so two, I was, you were 16? Yep, 2008, I was 16, so I graduated the next year at 17. So I, so I was two years, I'm two years ahead of you then, I'm two years older. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wasn't quite so, partying. So I, and so I would say, I worked for him, again, early 20s, I'm two years older yeah, than you. I was going to ask you about 20s. that, working in the White House. I, you know, and I, look. Again, when I say these things, I've done a lot. I was doing a lot at 16, honestly. Um, I've been doing this thing for <laughs> quite some time. I've been in and out of politics, in and out of, in and out of business, um, just doing a lot since, since at a very early age. And so, like I said, I was, what, 20? I was 20. So this is Obama's second term. Mm-hmm. Obama's second term. So I worked with him during the second term. I wasn't, right, wasn't of age in the first term. Mm-hmm. So um, in the second term... I worked for him, and that's when I had got, got back from uh, overseas. So that's when I worked for him. Again, that was like early, early 20s. I want to say, oof, was it like 20, 21, maybe 22, something like that? So that's when I worked for Obama. So I don't want to, right, I don't want to age myself out either, okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I've just been, I've, I've been doing these things, you know, since again, since again, I, I, was, I worked at City Hall when I was like 15. Uh, you know, met the mayor, you know, met the city councilman. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, um, uh, uh, Harvard National Debate Tournaments. I was in high school. Um, so I, I've been doing a lot since God knows when. So, yeah, I don't want to. I know when I speak about my experience, mm-hmm. people often think that I'm a lot older than what I am. Like a <laughs> lot older, but I'm actually not. <laughs> I'm like, so, no, I, I, I'm a, I too am a youngin'. I just. I've been doing things, and I've been. My mom and dad have have they have pushed me to do a lot um, at an early age. So there's like two more things I want to uh, discuss with you before we go. So I was wondering if you were aware that there's a church that's uh, up north. I want to believe near the Wausau area, or might be somewhere in Wausau, Fond du Lac area. But there's a church up there who is still practicing with basically doing conversion therapy. Um, and they're sending yeah, they're sending people out of state for conversion therapy. So I want to have, get your thoughts on that. 
I it, it, it's it's terrible, honestly. Um, I am not a fan, obviously, of conversion therapy. Um, I I experienced a little bit of that, honestly. Uh, I experienced a little bit of it myself. Um, you know, growing up in the church, and so I have a I would say I have a a firsthand account of just why it doesn't work one why it doesn't work and two you know it tears at the relationships of trust you have with your church you know mm-hmm. with, with your with your with your minister you know or your clergyman uh it tears at the relationships of trust and love that you have with your family with your mother with your father um those things you know in time for sure can be rebuilt and 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 you can look past you know for me, I had to look past what my family did not know. Mm-hmm. And I cannot hold some against them that they did not know. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's one thing, because when you know better, you do better, right? right? And so my family practiced that. And and to this day, you know, I have I have had, you know, my family, my mom, dad, and stuff, you know, they've, they've, they've been a long time ago apologized for anything that happened that wasn't, you know... Uh, that wasn't that wasn't uh, good for my childhood. It wasn't good yeah. for me. Um, so I would say, but you have folks who are unapologetic <laughs> in their actions too. You have folks mm-hmm. who are like, okay, well, I'm not gonna apologize for none. I was right. You know, you're wrong. It's my way, the highway. So it's always um, to me, it's never a good thing. Um, again, when 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 folks again ship their children off or or they you know force them to be something that they're not. Um, I love me, <laughs> you know, I think mm-hmm. I made a Facebook post about that this year. I love me, you know, I am, I am who I am, you know, even when I was in the military, you know, even when I was in D.C., even when I, you know, have, when I was at Stanford University, wherever I've gone to, when I was, when I was international overseas, wherever I've been, I have show, I've, and I, I've, I've had the honor and, 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 and the privilege. And even when I didn't have the privilege, I made it, I made it a privilege. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, made it, I made it a thing for me to show up and they, you know, most people who have come up, who have known me or, or, or people who I interact with, they love me for me. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, well, I, I can't be anything, but, you know, I can't, I can't be less black. I can't be less gay. I can't be less less anything, you know. So if you ask me to be those things, then that's not a place for me. So um, it's unfortunate that that you know we have kids and children who are still experiencing that, and and um, it's it's horrible that we have you know churches that advocate for for such such things and certain parents who go along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I you know I just. I, I can just, you know, I can voice my opinion. I, I can be as outspoken as, as I need to be. But again, it, it comes down to, you know, what's happening in that home, you know, trying to get uh, across to that parent to say, hey, this isn't right. You know, this, your child is, is beautiful just the way they are. You know, one of the favorite, one of my favorite verses and scriptures in the Bible is, uh, oh my God, I forget the actual scripture, but it is, the, the quote goes, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Um in his image. And I believe that. I believe that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. God created me just the way that I am. You know, he clothed me in my right mind. He gave me the strength and, and the personality that I have. He allowed me to do those things that I have been able to do because he loves me. 
and I have out I have outpaced a lot of my straight counterparts. So <laughs> if being gay, if gay is being, being is being wrong, and if God don't like being gay, well then you may want to go back and read your Bible. You may want to just just take some <laughs> some cues from 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 my life. Damn it, okay. Right. Um, <laughs> so so yeah, I'm just it's unfortunate. I'm so sad to hear that um, that that's still going on. Oh man, that's awesome. So I'm kind of getting the, the the wrap up signal over there. Um, um, mm-hmm. So I have to. So what? Um, what uh, do you got? Any upcoming events or projects that you're working on? That's like uh, coming up. Uh, yeah. So I have a lot of events coming up uh, in the veteran space, and I work with Jen Murray. I'm not sure if you know Jen Murray. She's the um, LGBT Center director uh, at UWM. She's very active in the community. Um, mm-hmm. we have a number of different project, collaborative projects coming up. Um, some of the stuff is, you know, to be determined or to be announced. Um, yeah. so we have a couple of balls and galas, uh, in the, at, toward the end of the year that we're doing, um, for veterans, for LGBT, LGBT people. Um, and there's supposed to be like a, I want to say a run or a walk coming up that the museum is going to be posting. Um, but again, everything is kind of up in the air because, you know, with this whole pandemic happening, we're trying to see if we can do it virtually or if we can actually have these events in person. So okay. this is some of the stuff that we have okay. coming up. Yeah. All right. That's awesome. Well, Keith, I want to thank you so much for being on the podcast with me this week. I had so much fun talking with you. <laughs> thank you so much, Marcel. And thank you for the opportunity. And I appreciate it. Oh, you're you welcome. Great. Continued rest of the month of Pride. Continue to celebrate. Continue to <laughs> drink and be merry and be happy. <laughs> and I hope you get that 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 garbage can situation taken care of. I hope so. I'm part. Of, I heard a garbage can, a garbage truck earlier. I don't know if it was on your end or my end. I'll probably go out here and check it out and see if they just got my message and send somebody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I want okay. to thank you so much for being on. You happy? Oh, oh my god. Uh, I'll be happy to have you on the show anytime you want to. Um, so yeah, it's been amazing. Thank you so much for being on here with me. I appreciate it. Thanks, Marcel. Have a good day. All right, but before we go, can you let people know where they can find you at? Yes. Um, so I can be found on Facebook uh, at Keith Howard Stryker. It's um, a hyphenated last name. It's a German spelling. Uh, if, you, if you Google it, you'll find me on Facebook. You'll find me on LinkedIn. Um, you won't find me on Twitter. Uh, and you will also find me on Instagram. Just put in my first and last name. And I should pop up. All righty. Well, thank you for being on. Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun talking with Keith. It was a pleasure to have him on the podcast. Just a reminder, a reminder, do not forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you use Apple Podcasts, please read. Please leave us a five-star review as possible if you enjoy listening to the podcast. Or if you're listening somewhere else, please don't forget to leave us a, a comment or a review on what you think about the podcast. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at SCD, SCDD Podcast. And you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Marta Rowland. So thank you for listening to this podcast this week. And listen to the next episode.